Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Colin. I'm Brady. Get Going to get into episode two today. Welcome back to all of our listeners. Appreciate you being here for the second episode. You know, we're only getting better. Thanks for all the positive feedback we've heard. Um, I guess I want to just start this off, give a shout out to Hayden Goulet for listening. I got a text from him last night that said, uh, why don't you Venmo me $5? Because he started Joe Mixon. And I, I, I said in the last podcast, if anyone started Joe Mixon and slept well at night, I'd give him $5. <laughs> and he went and dropped 25 points. So Hayden, congratulations on the $5. And every other um, Joe, Mixon owner. Joe Mixon owner. Yeah. Uh, that's the last time I make a bet on this podcast. It didn't work out too well for me. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to get right into week one recap. So, uh, Brady, you want to start us yeah, off? Yeah, so right now, you want to get into the waiver wire pickups or you want to just talk about the games? I mean, we can talk about the games first. So what's, right. what stood out to you week one? Okay, so first of all, I started off watching flipping in between the Bills, uh, Steelers, yep. and the... Uh, what was it? Falcons, Eagles. Yeah. Falcons, absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. I did not see one thing I liked from that team. Yeah. Just like the run game, you thought Mike Davis was gonna be good. He kind of flopped. I mean, he was whatever, but he was he's Calvin Ridley. What wide receiver five going in fantasy? Mm-hmm. What did he put up? Ten. Ten. Yeah. 10 I, I I just don't I just don't like Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts flopped. Yeah. He put up like what four to I think it might have been four or seven. He had like three catches or yeah. something like that. So it's just like I just didn't see a lot that I liked from. From that Eagles team, I mean not the Eagles, the Falcons team. What an the abysmal e- football team! Really, Man. Eagles on the other side. Yeah, really, really like how that started out for them. Jalen Hurts is looking like the real deal. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes in. There's a lot of pressure on him. I guess not really because he beat up what Joe Flacco for the job. Yeah. Still, you know, he took it with chip on his shoulder. He's he's a competitor and he showed out like why he was burning hot at the end of the season. Yep. Shout out to Devontae Smith, first reception, first touchdown. Love yeah. it. Big fan of his. And just, like, the whole team seemed to, like, work very well together. The de- that defense was, like, swarming Matt Ryan. Yep. And I just thought, like, the game was just of, as soon as it started, it was Eagles win. Definitely. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked phenomenal. I think it's safe to lock him in as a as QB1 in 12-man leagues. He's definitely a top, I'd say a top oh, 10 QB. Oh, 100%. And you look at a guy like Devontae Smith, first, catch an, first NFL catch is a touchdown. That's pretty magical. But he also went out for six catches, 71 yards, I believe it was. And uh, there was one drive that I was watching when uh, I, fl- I had that game on, and they threw to Devontae Smith four times in a row. So he's going to get a lot, of, a lot of usage in that offense. Also, I, I thought Dallas Goddard got a lot of, mm-hmm. got a lot of usage as well. If, if Zach Ertz just gets a little bit less targets, then watch out for Dallas Goddard in that offense. Jumping over the Bill Steelers game, we were just talking about the two televised games. That's, that's pretty much all we watched. Yeah. Um, Steelers looked really good. Yes, they did. That's my team. Your boys. Chase Claypool went up and made an insane catch. Mm-hmm. Insane catch. Let's see. I mean... Who was, who was that over? Was that on... Was that on... Tredavious White? White? Yeah, it was. So, yeah. I mean, he's one of the best wide, uh, cornerbacks in the league, so that says mm-hmm. it. I really like Deontay Johnson. My mm-hmm. friends, I talk about him a lot. He, he, he has led the target... Yep. That that group in targets like every single week he's been starting. He got he got ten targets last week. Thirty six percent of the target shares went mm-hmm. to that went to this guy, and he didn't. I, I mean, he had like you know he struggles with drops, but I mean he looked solid. Yep. He had a great catch for that touchdown. The bobble you know bopped up and he caught it. Yep. I, I'm really liking him this year. He's definitely getting a lot of volume, and he's pretty talented too. If he yeah. can just fix his drops, I think yeah. he's gonna like. 
pretty much stand out as the wide receiver. But you talked about your boy uh, Najee Harris. Uh, so, again, great talent. I mean, <laughs> like what? The Steelers' offensive line was just not feeling like blocking that day. I, I thought I thought every time that Najee got the ball, he would just be swarmed by three Bills defenders, and I don't know if he was just picking the wrong hole. I'm not a running back. I, like, I mean, if anyone's, if I don't know, Adam Steinberg, if you're listening, you know you're a running back. Like, let me know if you saw Najee Harris, like, make some mistakes or it was just the offensive line that stunk. But I'm expecting more from him. This I mean, he, he got the carries. What do you have, 17 for 44? Something like that. Something like that. I don't know. He, he he'll maybe it was just a matchup you know bills have a good defense so mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see next week i'm not i'm obviously not down on him it's still a start but like yeah it's just a little little sus yeah especially for a rookie uh, so what other games did you watch oh uh the patriots dolphins of course most probably most if not all of these listeners will be patriots fans mm-hmm. just like a sad game i i really thought you know if tom brady is the Patriots quarterback, it's 100% a win. Okay. You don't Fair. lose that game with Tom Brady as your quarterback against the Dolphins at home. Yep. Um, Mac Jones, I loved what I saw. He was efficient. I mean, I didn't love the play calls, but, I mean, that's par- partially Josh McDaniels. He's not letting him really sling it. Yep. And you know he's an accurate quarterback, so I don't really understand that that much. I mean, who's he going to sling it to, though? Nelson Aguilar, you know, five five receptions, 70 yards, touchdown. Not a bad – I mean, Johnny Smith looked good other than the flip yep. that he fumbled on but uh, recovered. Talk about fumbles. What, the Patriots had four fumbles. Ronjay Stevenson, yep. Damian Harris. I mean, they just they the can't Matt win Jones games. backwards pass. I, don't, oh I did not know what was happening there. You can't win games if you fumble four times. It's just not going to happen. I think Jacoby Myers is going to be the wide receiver one out there in uh, New England, out there in Foxborough, about 40 minutes away from here. You know, this dude, Jacoby Myers, I've been eyeing him since the preseason. He had, like, a game where he went over 100 yards receiving, had a couple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably the most talented. Yeah. Nikhil Harry, one of the worst draft picks in recent memory. <laughs> he picked him over DK Metcalf, maybe like a DJ Moore. I don't, I don't remember. I don't even remember that, that draft, but the DK is the, yeah. is the thought. I mean, same thing with Sony Michelle and yeah. Nick Chubb, the drafting woes of the Yeesh. Patriots first round. Patriots cannot draft offensive players, that's for sure. Yeah. So, that pretty much wraps up. Oh, we well, let's talk, talk about, about Monday night. Monday night football. Oh, what a coming, what a game! Coming right off that, going into that game, I wanted to go to bed by like eleven. Yeah, like eleven thirty. I was so tired, and then it just like stayed close as soon as halftime hit, mm. and then it was just an absolute thrill to watch as a dare, uh, especially as a Darren Waller owner. Mm. What do you have? Twenty targets. Yes. and like only had ten catches, still put up twenty six. Like that's amazing, but I think like he actually had seven, sixteen, seventeen targets. You're, Darren Waller is getting all of the volume in the in the Raiders' offense, and Josh Jacobs is also. Uh, he kind of stood out. He's gonna jump. His his numbers are gonna jump off the page, but he had touchdowns. two touchdowns. He's his, so so touchdown dependent. Yeah, he had what I think he had fourteen runs for thirty three yards, something mm-hmm. like bad like that. But like you're like I'm not starting. I mean, yeah, you, I mean maybe as a flex. But I, I, I don't love Josh Jacobs. Yeah. He's, even after this game, I'm still like not very high on him. Yeah, maybe if you have a Josh Jacobs and people are people want to want to get him, that's a sell high candidate oh, where you can yeah. get a lot for him. Where Definitely. he's not going to be he's not going to be putting up that many points the rest of the season. Uh, so we can get into the waiver wire pickups now. Oh yes, my number one. I don't know how. I'm, I picked all mine based off less than 50% availability in ESPN leagues. I was looking at that. Trey Lance is is still sitting on waiver wires. If Trey Lance is available in your league, you have to pick him up because 
he's got that QB1 upside if he, if he becomes a starter in San Francisco. First NFL pass was a touchdown. That yep. was pretty cool. But uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see Trey Lance throw some throw some football. I don't I don't area. know if if this is his year. Like Jimmy G looked pretty pretty good at this like that last game. I know it's against what the Detroit the even Lions. without Akuda now. Yeah. Torn Achilles, but like I don't you look really 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 good. I've never been a G, Jimmy G guy. I'll admit he always does look pretty good. He's a very handsome guy. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> um, I mean Jimmy G if you're listening like my number is 508-414-9219 if you ever want to hit me up but uh I don't know about him as an NFL quarterback. I'm just the thing that stands out in my mind is him choking the uh, the Super Bowl. He got to the Super Bowl though. Did he get to the Super well, Bowl the or did his defense, team get to the Super the defense Bowl? Defense was pretty electric that year. To I be think. Fair, but. I think 15 other NFL quarterbacks could have won that Super Bowl with the team mm-hmm. he had. But that's besides the okay, point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think Trey Lance can can get this starting job. They mm-hmm. drafted him third overall. Yeah. They they want this guy to be in, and he's got so many weapons around him. Kittle, Ayuk. We'll get to Ayuk. I don't. Oof. I don't want to talk about it. Really, what weapons? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Debo Samuel's a dog. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, who's your first one? Sticking with the 49ers, I got Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Monster. Who? Oh, who? Who would it? Who would have known? He's injured. Yeah. Yep, like every coming. single year, yeah. he's injured. made of glass. Yeah. I mean, he. Elijah Mitchell, like he's RB one over Sermon right now, and they're both. I think they're both rookies this year. And uh, yeah, I don't know if Elijah's. I, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I, we I we can get the research team one. to check to fact check me. Mm-hmm. But like he had efficient carries, he had solid volume, especially after um, Monster was out. But um, he he had a uh, 104 rushing yards, tw- almost 20 attempts, and a touchdown. And and they're starting him over Sermon, who they took in. Obviously, think, a higher round yeah, I than that. The second round. Yeah, so Third that's round. a little little questioning for me. I mean, I, I guess Elijah Mitchell must have just shown out in camp, and this is showing now, I guess. I mean, I, yeah, I love me some Trey Sermon preseason, but I don't think he even suited up. No, he he was a healthy scratch, <laughs> yeah. which is a little little weird for Sermon owners. But they, if Elijah Elijah Mitchell's gonna be on your waiver wire, no, I don't think one person had him before this. Yeah, no, he's gonna be a huge pickup, and definitely pick him up if you, you know, if you have a spot. I'll say that benching Trey Sermon wasn't the only stupid decision that Kyle Shanahan made last Sunday. Again, I'll get into it. I don't want to talk about it. Number two waiver wire pickup is Sterling Shepard. He just changed his number to number three. Crispy. That's just a reason alone to pick him up. He had a huge week, 24 points on my bench, of course, when I started another guy that got zero. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, I picked up Sterling Shepard when undrafted in my league, and then I was just scouring the waiver wire, and I'm like, oh, how's this guy still available? And he's still available in, I think, like 80% of leagues. And he's, like, going – everyone was thinking Kenny Galladay, but he looked like – I was watching some of that Giants game. He looked like the wide receiver one in, in New York. And, like, people underestimate Danny Dimes. I feel like he can drop some yeah. passes. You drop some dimes, as the nickname says. Yeah, that, that offense ain't that bad. And uh, if you want Sterling Shepard as a flex guy, then pick that dude up. He's still available in a lot of leagues. I also have Sterling Shepard as one of my waiver wire pickups. Most receptions and targets in that crowded room. We mm-hmm. mentioned Galladay, Darius Slayton. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, right. And and even then, I think Galladay is going to take most of the attention of the top dog on defense. Yeah. So, like, it's going to leave Shepard a lot of room. I mean, Shepard did have OBJ his, his rookie year, but 
he's he's grown a lot. He's progressed a lot through his own game since then, and I think this could be a breakout year. And he's for wearing him. number three. He looks like a <laughs> dog. I mean, yeah. Number three. Oh, <laughs> he's sure Sterling Shepard is a guy who wears number one. KJ Hamler. Jerry Judy went down with that high ankle sprain. That's a very serious injury. He'll, he'll be out for a lot of the year. And uh, I have K.J. Hamler as that guy that's going to step up in, in Denver. You know, you could say Cortland Sutton, you could say Tim Patrick, but I watched K.J. Hamler last year a lot, and he just has that big play potential, and I feel like they're going to target him a little more. And Teddy Bridgewater is kind of looking very good. Yeah, in, he, in, he's swinging it. In Denver. Yeah. He's always been pretty underrated. Double gloves himself. He wears a glove on his thumb, man, which is like the weirdest thing. But he throws the ball pretty well. So, yeah, K.J. Hamler, pick him up. My uh, final waiver wire pickup is maybe going under the radar a little bit. Cordero Patterson, wide receiver turned running back yeah. for the Falcons. He, on that, on one drive, I think he had all of his carries, but he was so efficient. He, like, no, it was probably wasn't one drive, but it seemed like one quarter at least. He rushed, he outrushed Mike Davis on less carries, and he's a wide receiver, so he's going to be, like, gross out of the backfield because mm-hmm. he knows how to run routes better than any running back. And he, he, he had seven attempts, 54 yards, and had a few receptions. And if Mike Davis isn't panning out and they, like, look any other option, because this, this offense isn't going to be looking very good anytime soon, yep. they, could, they could look to switch things up or put Cordero Patterson there for an extended amount of time, and he could be really good. I definitely agree with you. He's got that PPR upside. He could take a lot of the receiving work. But he's wearing number 84 out of the backfield. Yeah, that's, you can <laughs> talk about so cool dusty. numbers. You yeah. go to 84. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. That's like... But it's not it's not style football. It's fantasy football. So That's a good point. Maybe maybe Cordero Patterson will be the guy for you. So uh, switching gears a little bit, we got three of our must start players and three of our must sit players for week two. This is this is based somewhat on matchups, but mostly on how how they looked. how they looked yeah. week one. A so my number one sit player, I've I've alluded to him a little bit this podcast already. It's Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> I drafted Brandon Ayuk 42nd overall. I was expecting him to be a wide receiver one. He had wide receiver one upside in my mind. He, we come to week one. He has this lingering hamstring injury all week. On Wednesday, he's cleared to fully practice. And then Kyle Shanahan just, like, takes him out of the game plan completely. He didn't play for the majority of snaps. And when he did play, he, they weren't even throwing the ball to him. He got no targets. And... I don't know how much they're going to use him later in the season because Debo Samuel hit, dropped 31. They got George Kittle. I don't, I don't trust this San Francisco offense unless it's Trey Lance. But anyone, <laughs> anyone else, they throw the ball to weird people and they run the ball to weird people. And Brennan Ayuk is very talented, but I don't know how much volume he's going to get. So I'll be sitting him this week in favor of Devontae Smith. I, I could not have predicted that game. If, uh, like, if he told me that he had zero targets, let him, I, mean, yeah. I mean, zero points, maybe had a f- like, few targets, yeah. but zero targets, yeah. that's just, I would have called you crazy. Yeah. Talking about zero targets, we're going to Mike Gusecki. He is uh, a sit, look somewhere else. He, he just did not look a part of the offense at all. He was on the field. He just did not have, like, he had. He has no draw on that team. What do you think? Tua is going to want to sling the ball to, like, a fast Jalen Waddle-type receiver. Uh-huh. And, and he, because he got no looks. And on top of that, there's probably going to be some tight ends that are worth worth starting over Mike Isecki. If you have Mike Isecki, do you think you have a backup? Probably. Mm, yeah, you definitely need yeah. one. Yeah, 
You so, need a combo. You need a yeah. Fantagasiki combo or something like oh, that. Oh, I had a hundred percent start Fan. I'd start Dallas Goddard. You talked about him earlier. Like yeah. he's just not. He just doesn't look like he's in sync with the rest of the offense. Fantagasiki. Fantagasiki. <laughs> One guy I'll be starting this week. I said is Devonte Smith. He looked very good in that Eagles offense, which looked dynamite. But he looked to be the focal point of the of the passing offense. Like I was a little bit worried about Jalen Rager. It's it's Devonte Smith all the way there, and they're only yeah. as the season goes on, they're only going to get more chemistry. They played together at a. No, they didn't. That's that's cap. I'm thinking of someone else. They didn't play together in college, but Jalen Hurts and Devonte Smith. No, they might have. Nope. Devonte Smith what? was Alabama. Jalen Hurts was Oklahoma. Yeah, but he transferred. Oh. Jalen Hurts transferred. Yeah. Maybe they did. Yeah. But I don't know how long Devontae Smith was in college, honestly. You know what? They got some kind yeah, of something. chemistry. Maybe yeah. they're, they've been playing Xbox or yeah. something together. <laughs> I don't know. They got they got some good Duos. chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, like, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs were, like, playing Xbox together? Yes. Like, yeah. That's, that, that, that's, that's a great so way to form Someone chemistry. Steph Diggs. A lot of trust there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to form some chemistry. Yeah. Um, that's why Jacob Blinsky and Anthony Pascal have a ton of chemistry. <laughs> so much chem. <laughs> Best duo in the grade. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Riggsy and Jacob, if you guys are listening. All right. Number two player I'll be sitting is McCole Hardman. I hated this guy at the beginning of the season. I still hate him now. He's just never going to get any, any, enough volume to warrant, like, any potential to start him. The only thing he might do is score a 75-yard touchdown, but you can't start him just because he might do that. I don't know why people like him so much. Like, some people were trying to tell me he would step up as the clear wide receiver, two in Kansas City. Kansas City has never had a clear wide receiver, yeah. two Ma- since they've had Patrick Mahomes. McCall Hardman is literally, he was a cornerback in college. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. You can look that up. He, he went to Georgia. He was a cornerback. They're like, you kind of suck at cornerback. We'll put you at a, put you at a receiver. He's fast. And then they put him at receiver. <laughs> he doesn't produce at all. The, the Chiefs draft him because they, they like fast people. Tyreek Hill. And uh, he just never became the player that everyone thought he was going to be. And he's still not that player, and it's not going to happen this season. So don't start McCole Hardman. For my first start, I have um, Brandon Cooks. I don't know if you're starting him. If you were starting him week one, I don't know. Good for you if you mm-hmm. did. But he, he is literally big play potential, and he gets that potential every single game, it feels like. Mm-hmm. He, had, he has a solid amount of receptions, a solid amount of targets, and has a ton of yards. Yep. And he doesn't need to rely on a touchdown to put up, like, 17 a game because he, he's getting, like, 130 yards every game, it feels like. And Tyrod Taylor is absolutely slinging it. Did not see that coming. On a solid defense, too. Yeah. I mean, well, well, it's a it's a solid defense next week for Brandon Cooks. They, I mean, they play the Jags, mm. which is not a solid defense. <laughs> but, um, but... I mean, Tyrod Taylor, I feel like he's never really got the chance. He's, other than, like, the Bills when he led them to the playoffs one year. But, like, even last year. He his own trainer punctured his lung. lung. Yeah, like, so I'm, I'm happy to see him, like, actually yeah. succeeding. So good I, for Tyrod. Yeah, and good for Brandon Cooks. Yeah. And uh, who's your uh, second uh, bench? Uh, my second bench is going to be um, Juju. I I don't know if anybody's act. I mean, people are probably starting him this week, but he just take him out of your lineup. He's third in line. It looks like at this point, he's. He, I mean, he's this wide receiver. Technically, I think he would line up as the second one. You'd have mm-hmm. you'd have um, Deontay in the slot, and then you'd have Chase out wide. Yeah. But like, I think both of them out targeted him, and both of them had more yards. And it's looking like um, 
his his role of that like across the middle guy is yeah. is Deontay Johnson this year. He yeah he's the clear cut number three guy. Yeah. in an offense that isn't doesn't warrant you to start the their third option. Yeah. I used to love Juju. I have his jersey. I still do love him to an extent. Boo boo. But that whole sh- those whole shenanigans with the TikToks last year just really t- bugged me. I didn't like it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I, and I get, uh, it. I get it. Juju has. Dis- I've drafted him based off his name a couple of years, and he just always disappoints me. Juju drafts himself off his name. Yeah, he does. You see those fantasy he plays commercials. fantasy football. Like, <laughs> starts himself. Probably sad that he started himself this week. I miss the old Juju, man. I don't know. But I've never missed any Juju in fantasy football. Don't start him. Number, My, my number two start would be Jarvis Landry. Browns-Chiefs is another game I was watching pretty heavily, and it almost looked like the Browns were going to upset the Chiefs until Patrick Mahomes did the Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and uh, and I think there was a turnover that the Browns had. They, they, they choked that game. Yeah. But Baker Mayfield looked really good, mm-hmm. like very good. Yeah. He was, he was doing a lot of play action, and like every ball he threw was just on point. And I think Jarvis Landry is going to step up as a top option in the passing offense because everyone always thinks it's Odell. But then Jarvis ends up getting like a lot of targets, and he's Odell a, he's didn't super play talented. this week. Yes, he didn't play yeah. this week. But still, but uh, yeah. I still see Jarvis Landry as the number one guy in, in Cleveland. Yeah. So if you if you're deciding between him and like a a mid a mid tier RB, then I would definitely start him in the flex because mm-hmm. he's going to get a lot of volume. He's always a guy that gets volume. Yeah. Um, as my second start, I have Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. t- Mr. Twelve Targets. <laughs> he. Not, I think he had nine catches, 183 yards, yeah. either a pair of – I think it might have been a pair of touchdowns, right, or one, one or two touchdowns. He had a couple, yeah. I think. So, especially with Ayuk getting zero targets, if you have Ayuk on your team and Debo Samuel is on somewhere is hiding on your bench because mm-hmm. you're smart, just, just flip-flop, yeah. you know. I think we've – what was it, two years ago, Debo Samuel had, like, a great year. He was hurt yep. last year, and people really forgot about him. Mm-hmm. And he had a really this good shouldn't be as surprising as it is because he's a really, really good receiver, yeah. and everybody just forgot about him. Year the year the 49ers went to the Super Bowl was Debo was making plays, yeah. and he was a dog. Yeah. And everyone was fading him. But, yeah, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good option right there. My, uh, my, number, three, my number three sit player – is James Robinson. I got I got a couple stats for this one that are just going to knock your socks off. <laughs> so James Robinson, he had uh let's see. Two No, sorry about that. He had 5 carries for 25 yards. This is a guy that was supposed to be the number 1 in Jacksonville and he had 3 catches for 29 yards. And some guy named Carlos Hyde had 9 carries for 44 yards and two receptions for 14 yards. No one saw Carlos. Everyone was like, Carlos Hyde might come in, like, maybe run some third down plays. But he, he out-carried. He almost got double the amount of touches that James <laughs> Robinson got. So, like, I don't, know, I don't know how James Robinson was a fourth-round pick. We had him as a fourth-round yeah. pick. Yeah. But it just doesn't look like he's going to be that bell cow again because uh, what's his face? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Fool. He drafted Travis Etienne in the first. He has something against James Robinson. I don't know what it is. I like James Robinson a yeah. lot as a player, but he yeah. just doesn't want to play him. And uh, Taylor, if you're listening to this, I told you so. Even even if you have some sort of an emotional attachment to James Robinson, you're just going to have to drop it because he's not playing enough to warrant a fantasy start. Yeah, and my third and final sit also is named James. It's James <laughs> Conner. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people were starting him to begin with, but maybe they had him like as a – 
oh, maybe he'll, maybe he'll go off because, again, the name. He had a few. Yeah. He had, he had a, some decent years, and he started off the year last year actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, he's clearly the RB2. Chase Edmonds is outrushing him he's and outreceiving him. Yep. He's, he, I, I wasn't high on Chase Edmonds to begin with, but I'm really liking Chase Edmonds this year, especially with MVP Kyler. He's QB moving up one. in the rankings. Kyler's a Kyler, dog. the creator. <laughs> Fantasy name, but um, that's very that's very cheeky. Yeah, so I I don't I don't like James Conner at all anymore. He he had a little bit. He also had a nice number mm-hmm. change. I I was I was. Uh, I think we can agree that six is the worst single digit number to have. Really? What what would you say it is? Or well, worst single digit number? I don't know. No, actually eight and nine. Like eight six. Eight and nine. Yeah, I don't like nine on Daryl Henderson on the. Yeah, Bears. that's gross. That's <laughs> gross. not good on the bear. You mean the Rams? Oh, wrong Henderson. Theo Henderson. Uh, Damien. Damien. Da- Damien. Right, that's his last name, right? I don't... He was the Chiefs' backup running back. I don't remember another Thelonious Henderson. Damien Williams. Damien Williams, sorry. Yeah, not yeah. bad. We're thinking of Theo Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> he's number... Uh, he's number six. I think he is number six on the on the Westboro team. Oh, I would, I would definitely start him. If yeah, you have him, by start, the way. start Theo Henderson. Yeah. Bench Adam. Sit Adam. <laughs> um, uh, both of our... You you can go over it. Our last starts of the of the week. Okay, I think yes, we do have the same guy. As much as I hate him, it's Antonio Brown. I like. Obviously, oh I think every football fan watched the Thursday night game. So excited for football to be back, but Antonio Brown looked like the Antonio Brown that we knew in in Pittsburgh. We, we knew and loved. You knew no, and loved. I knew and loved in <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> We knew. We I didn't now, love him. I now hate this guy, as I think many people should. <laughs> Again, not Montez a good... Perfect ruined his career. <laughs> yeah, not a good human being at all, but he's a good football player. That's a weird trend. Yeah. He's in the Kareem Hunt train. Yeah. Where he's like, boy, you do not... This guy is a menace Tyreek to society. Hill. Yeah, just, just yeah. terrible people. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Yeah, okay, we can stop now, but... Really bad people, really good football <laughs> players, and... This is not fantasy human. This is fantasy football. So you want to start the best fantasy players. And Tom Brady loves Antonio Brown for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. He recruited him to New England. Yeah, he recruited him back to the Buccaneers. And he just throws to him so much. And he's still looking. I, he's 33. Is he? He he looks fresh. I mean, I guess he really wasn't playing that much the like, past few he's, years. He's 33. He looks like a 25-year-old. Yeah, he is running. I don't know what he's I don't fast. Know what type of roids he's on, but I guess that frostbite from the yeah. Oakland days yeah. ended up helping in the long run. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Kept yeah, him must have kept him icy on the must field. Have frozen his feet. And, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Antonio Brown is like, is it? I might even call him like a up upwards wide receiver too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. I I think he could like people are like what is if he's back to. Even what three quarters of yeah. what he was in Pittsburgh, he like was, he's startable. He was on track to be one of the best receivers of all time. Yeah, I think uh, I think my rankings in in the Buccaneers offense goes is Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is the most touchdown reliant human being other than Johnu Smith last year yeah. possible. What do we think about Gronk? I think that that's of kind of a. I don't know if that's a fluke, but I I'm 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 still not starting him this year. I mean this season. I mean I would start, start him, him over, over Gasecki. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, don't count on Gronk to get two touchdowns. But again, it's how are we betting against Brady Gronk? But 
we can't we can't bet on them to score two touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's that true. Touchdowns are the only way that Gronk's gonna be yeah. fantasy relevant. He's not he's not a like a Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, where yeah. he's just a, a demon and he's gonna get twenty targets a yeah. game. <laughs> that ain't Gronk anymore. Yeah. It used to be though. Yeah. But he's now he's now the a red zone option, but mm-hmm. they have about five of those that are playoff Lenny also scored. Mm-hmm. Rojo had, had fumbled like four times yeah. out of bounds, plus one inbounds. Fade Ronald Jones. Yeah. I, I, I liked Ronald Jones going into this year. I don't like him anymore. Talented guy, not a good fantasy option. All right. To wrap up the episode, I would like to put out a burning hot take for oh, this week. God. Sit Saquon Barkley. Sit him. If you have a running back option that you think could remotely do have a boom week, I would sit him this How week. How hot of a take is that? Because I might agree. Oh, is I, that so? Yeah, yeah, you know, this could just be a podcast of two crazy guys just having crazy ideas. But Saquon is not going to play nearly as much as he would normally until week four, week five. We don't know. So I wouldn't take that risk. On top of that, they're playing Denver. Yeah. And Denver is a formidable defense. And it's going to be frustrating to watch Devontae Booker take away all your carries. (laughs) It definitely will. Starting Saquon will will make you lose some hair. It's, it's it's definitely like one of those things that if you if you do it right, like you're gonna be at the goat. Like how did you sit Saquon? Yes. But he put up five points. He put up three points last week. Probably mm-hmm. maybe he'll play double the snaps. Even double the snaps is gonna be like eight 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 yards. Yeah. Or not eight yards, but eight, eight attempts. Touches. But like, yeah. I um, I just don't love him right now. Later on in the year, fully healthy, mm-hmm. start him obviously RB one. But just right now, he's. Seeming a little sus to me. Can we talk about Aaron Rodgers? Oh yeah. Jeez. <laughs> like, um, I saw a stat on Twitter. Oh yes. Great app. Mm-hmm. He was the quarterback thirty-four this week, and there were thirty-two teams that played, which means Trey Lance, who was in for one snap, Justin Fields, better than him. Justin Fields, who was in for three snaps, maybe. Yeah. Scored he better had a than Aaron Rodgers. Um, what do we think about the Packers this year? Are they is that what they're gonna be? I want to bring up one other stat. I saw somewhere that if you spiked the ball every time, yeah, I saw this. You'd have as well. a QB rating better than Aaron Rodgers last week, Aaron which Rogers I don't know how that can possibly work. But you could drop back and spike the ball every time and have a 30, 39. So nice job, all of our <laughs> listeners. We all were as productive as he was. Yep, we uh, we were better than Aaron Rodgers this week. I, I, I'm not going to completely overreact to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers MVP. Devontae Adams, very was, good. Aaron Jones, very good. They all just happened to have a bad week on the yeah. same week, and it just tanked them. Pat McAfee calls it overreaction Monday after, the, after an NFL Sunday, which is basically what this podcast is. We're just <laughs> reacting to one week of, of football. Yeah. So well, just so we can be clowned on the next week. Yeah. But all of our, I, I feel like all of our takes are going to come back to bite us, which leads me to another take. Joe Mixon for the rest of the season is still a bum. I like. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You're digging your hole. Yeah, I'm just gonna dig my hole a little bit farther. I I liked what I saw out of him, but like I still. It's Bengals still Joe Mixon. Bengals are looking good, but it's Joe Mixon. Yeah. His, unless he changes his name and likeness, he's he, he's gonna stay as one of my most hated players. He he was paid, so like there's a reason he was paid. He mm. he has talent. Sure. It's just like it's Joe Mixon. I mean, yeah, it's Joe Mixon. I'm not completely down. Like, I'm not as down as I was before, but, yeah, it's still. I am as down as I was before. I think week one was just a fluke, and I don't think Joe Mixon is going to be a, a startable 
a startable option. Ah, he'll be, he'll be startable in like a flex. Yeah. That's just my take. It's it's pretty steaming. It's going to come back. Live or die head. with those but takes. I ride or die with yep. my Joe Mixon hate. That, uh, that about wraps it up for this week. That's going to be all for this week. Catch us every Tuesday with our, uh, with our weekly recaps. Let us know if you want to hear anything else. Also, any listeners, if you have any trade and need any trade advice, make sure to contact me or Colin. I'm sure you know how to contact us if you need it. If you need um, any you know, trade advice, start sit advice that's personal to you, we can talk about it on the show. Uh, yeah, I yeah. love me some fantasy football. spend way too much time researching it, so I'll, I'll help you out. My, my ideas aren't always right, but they're, <laughs> I, they're ideas. I mean, I can get you some different perspectives. I can, I can hook you up with a lot of people who also have very bad ideas <laughs> from my league that care very much about fantasy. Yep. But yeah, anything else you want to add, Brady? Ah, I think that's about it. All right, we'll catch you guys next week, and uh, thanks for listening. Signing off with the Lobby Observer.